0: The University of Minnesota is older than the state of Minnesota itself. This is Simple Joe for Wednesday, May 26th, 2021. So what was named first? What what was what name came first? The University of Minnesota or naming the state of Minnesota? In any event, apparently the university came first, but I wonder what name came first. Was it always named the University of Minnesota? Was Minnesota always named the state of Minnesota? All oh, the things we wonder about. Well, hello, my friend. I'm Joe. Welcome to Simple Joe. I am so glad that you're here today. It is about 9.30 on Wednesday evening. Again, coming in, wheels a-squealing, making sure I get this done and out. I love coming here and talking talking to you into this mic, into my trusty Heil PR40, into my Zoom P4 recorder. Love doing this, this thing called podcasting, and I love coming here and talking to you. I certainly appreciate you being here today we're going to talk about the weather in a bit from Wilmar, Minnesota. We're going to talk about understanding the vital few from the trivial many. As you may know, I've been reading the book Essentialism by Greg McGowan. So that's a little bit from that. A weight loss update. Can you stay, can you stay stagnant? We're going to hear from one of my favorite authors uh, is Matthew Kelly, one of my favorite authors. Arthur's. <laughs> Oh God! What is it with that word? I when I, when I want to say author, I always say Arthur. When I want to say Arthur, I always say author. So anyway, we're going to hear from one of my favorite uh, <laughs> one of my favorite authors, Matthew Kelly, <laughs> and much much more. We saw a beautiful day today, a high of seventy six and a low of fifty eight today in Cincinnati, Ohio. It was sunny most of the day, just a few wisps of clouds uh high of 85 tomorrow and a low of 63 we did get some actually we did get some rain just a sprinkle of rain earlier today but uh not as much rain as we thought we were going to get it uh it was nice out it was nice out we did get some rain but for most of the part it seemed sunny ever when i went out to walk today it seemed it seemed sunny so anyway. Thursday, tomorrow, we're going to see a high of 85 and a low of 63. Friday, we are going to get some rain and thunderstorms, a high of 76 and a low of 51. And Saturday, we're going to get some rain, a high of 60 and a low of 49. For my friends in or near Wilmar, Minnesota, you saw some rain today. Saw a high of 64 and a low of 46. Tomorrow, you're going to get more rain. High of 48, low of 38, a little chilly tomorrow. Friday and Saturday sunny both days highs of 62 and 40 and highs of 65 and 50 on Saturday that was Friday and Saturday respectively Wilmar Minnesota was the site of the great Wilmar Minnesota raid a famous bank robbery by machine gun by the machine gun Kelly gang on July 15, 1930 they robbed the bank of Wilmar now it's called Bremer Bank Bremer Bremer bank of about $70,000 and wounded three people during the robbery. Well, Wilmar, there's your claim to fame, right? <laughs> Robbed by the machine gun Kelly gang on July 15th, 1930. In any event, thank you so much for listening. Wilmar. I certainly appreciate you being there in 1886. Al Jolson was born today. Al Jolson was a jazz singer, silent movie actor, 1907 John Wayne, the great cowboy, great actor, great American. John Wayne was born today. John Wayne's real name was, uh, what was his real name?
1: Uh, Marion. Marion something. Marion Morrison, I think. Marion Morrison.
0: I think that was because I, I, Tommy Morrison was his great, great, great nephew or great nephew or something like that. I don't know. In some way, Tommy Morrison, the boxer Tommy Morrison was related to him. In any event, 1907, John Wayne was born today. 1926, jazz singer Miles Davis was born today. Cephas himself, Hank Williams Jr., was born today. Philip Michael Thomas, he was one of the actors from Miami Vice. He was born in 1949 today. Sally Ride from the um she was the first American woman to go into space. 1951, 1962. Bobcat Cat Goldthwaite was born today. Where has he been? Bob Goldthwaite. He uh he was he was an interesting, interesting comedian. Uh he was in the police academy movies. An interesting guy. Yeah, I saw him once do a really cool uh impersonation of Bono. And that was it wasn't bad, actually. Again, he was born in 1962. Happy birthday, Bob Goldthwaite. Goldthwaite. 1964 Lenny Kravitz was born today. 1966 Helena Bonham Carter was born today from Harry Potter, Fight Club, all kinds of stuff. She's a, she's a good actress. She's a good actress. And in 1975, Lauren Hill was born today. Singer-songwriter Lauren Hill. Big album was The Miseducation of Lauren Hill. 1975. Happy birthday, Lauren Hill. Today is National Blueberry Cheesecake Day. I like cheesecake in any form or fashion. Don't care. Blueberry, strawberry, plain chocolate, caramel, you name it. If it's cheesecake, I'm eating it. And I like the bigger, the bigger slice, the better. So happy national blueberry cheesecake day, national paper airplane day. You ever make paper airplanes when you were a kid? I did. Sometimes I I would do the kind of the, the, the standard streamlined paper plate double fold over kind of thing. Just one big triangle. Uh, maybe I'd get a little, I try to get a little fancy and fold in a tail or do a snub nose version, whatever it is. Yeah. Th- th- there's a, there's a real art to building a paper airplane. Yeah. It's called aerodynamics, Joe, right? <laughs> That's the art to building an a, a paper, a paper airplane, aerodynamics. But yeah, I, I, uh, I've built some paper airplanes before and big paper airplane fights in school and you'd make four or five of them. And if a couple guys made four or five of them, you'd have 15, 20 paper airplanes flying around the class and make the teacher mad. So happy National Paper Airplane Day. And it's also National Senior Health and Fitness Day. So if you're a senior, go out there and take a lap, do a sit up for God's sake, get up off the chair and move, right? National Senior Health and Fitness Day. You know, it's always interesting to see people retire. I know a couple people who retired at 65 years old and they just stopped. They stopped and pretty much all they do is sit around and watch TV and maybe go to the grocery store or something like that. That's why I'm not sure I ever want to really retire. I always want to do something active, something that, uh, uh, that I enjoy doing, that's something that will engage my mind and body. Uh, maybe not the same thing, I, I, but, but I do want to make sure that when and if I do retire at, or reach an age of retirement, I don't stop. I'll probably work my whole life. That's my guess. I'll work my whole life because I want to keep moving, keep my mind engaged, keep my body engaged at some level. I believe I will. So happy National Senior Health and Fitness Day. You know, I've been reading this book Essentialism by Greg McGowan, and uh, it's a really good book. This is my second time through it, and I need this book right now, probably more than ever. I love reading books two or three times, and it seems maybe maybe more than that. The uh, book Rhythm of Life by Matthew Kelly. I've bet I've read that ten times. It it's a great book. But Greg McGowan is I think is going to be that classic once a year book for me, just to kind of reset, reevaluate. Uh, it's a fantastic book. Essentialism by Greg McGowan. And he talks a lot uh, about the whole idea behind essentialism. Let, let's go. Let's go here. First is the, the discipline pursuit of less as he describes it as the way of the essentialist uh, in the book. He explains as, he explains that doing less, but better, you can make the highest possible contribution by doing less, but better. And essentialism in essence is all about quality over quantity. And he says in, a, in his book, essentialism is a disciplined systematic approach for determining where our highest point of contribution lies then making execution of those things almost effortless. And Essentialism dovetail, dovetails perfectly into uh, the idea of minimalism, and they're they're almost—I don't want to call them two sides of the same coin, but they're really close to brothers. If I want to make some kind of some kind of analogy, there's also a book, and I can't remember the uh, author's God, the author's name, <laughs> the author's name. Uh, but it's called The One Thing. That's a really good book as well. But I'm in I'm into essentialism right now. And the, th- the point that's standing out to me more than anything is um, the idea of distinguishing the vital few from the trivial many. And just let that, let that idea sink in for a second. Distinguishing the vital few from the trivial many. And that sentence in and of itself speaks volumes. There are really only a few things in your life, in my life that are truly vital. Most things are trivial. And if we can learn to distinguish those things, the vital few from the trivial many, we can make leaps and bounds in productivity and happiness and contentment and in contribution. The truth of the vital few is that only a few things really matter. Essentialists consider almost everything to be non-essential. Pretty much everything around us is just noise. We must recognize that these very few things which are exceptionally valuable, and uh, there are just a very few things that are exceptionally valuable. When deciding what is truly valuable, begin by asking yourself this. If you didn't already have this opportunity, what would you be willing to do to obtain it? It's also important to clarify if this activity or effort will make the highest contribution
1: towards your goal it's it's what is that what is that uh that rule and i
0: cannot gosh they they use it they use it in investing i can't remember the rule i i, I say it all the time it's um i i can't believe i can't remember it I hopefully i'll remember it by the end of the show here because it's 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 very it's very important the Not diminishing return, Uh, sunk cost bias. That's it. Sunk cost bias. The law of sunk cost cost bias. The rule of sunk cost bias. If you let's take an item, uh, and this is all about distinguishing the vital few from the trivial many. If you had a thing, an item, and you've had it around for a long time, and you think it's important to you, look at that thing right now and say, "If I had the money." that this is worth right now. Would I rather take that money or would I rather take that thing? Or would I would I buy this thing again for what I paid for it? If the answer is no, probably just go ahead and get rid of it. If it's an investment, if you had the cash
1: that that investment is worth right now, would you would you invest it back into what it's
0: invested in? If the answer is no, then cash it out and get the cash and put it somewhere where it will provide value, either a better return or whatever value means to you. So it's the the same idea, close to the same idea of sunk cost bias. When you distinguish the vital few from the trivial many. In this book, he uses a really good essentialism rule, the essentialism 90% rule. As you evaluate your options, think about the single most important criterion for that decision. Then simply give the option a score between 0 and 100. If you rate it any lower than 90%, then automatically change the rating to 0 and simply reject it. In
1: essence, the rule is, if it isn't a clear yes, then it's a clear no if it's not a clear yes a very clear yes then it's a then it's clearly a no if we just applied that that rule to our decisions how much simpler would our life be how much
0: easier would our life be how much more content would our life be if we're only doing the things or participating in the things that are a clear yes
1: if it's not a clear yes then it's a very clear no. Let's go ahead and leave that right where it is. So here's the deal. Would I rather have a tattoo of the title of the last book I read or the last TV show you watched? Okay. This is an interesting one because (laughs) I just watched something on
0: Netflix called Army of the Dead. It's actually a pretty good movie. It has Batista in it. Batista was a professional
1: wrestler. He also played that guy in, not in the Avengers movies, but mm, what is the name of that movie? It has the raccoon in it, has Batista in it, has the girl with the antennas in it, all the, the really good songs in it. Gosh. Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy. Batista's in Guardians of the Galaxy.
0: And he's in this movie, uh, Army of the Dead. It's a it's a decent movie. I I kind of like zombie movies. My two favorite zombie movies actually are um a, a, one of them is clearly a zombie movie. You can tell by the title, but the other one, I guess it would be considered a zombie movie. It's not Omega Man. That was the that was I am I am legend with Will Smith. Great movie. Also world war Z. Great movie. Love both of those movies. World war Z for there's something about that movie that I could watch it a thousand times over. There's this scene where the zombies start crawling over a wall and they, the, the, the wall is built to keep the zombies out, but they're so desperate to get in that they start crawling on top of each other and creating this pile and the pile gets bigger as they're as they're climbing and crawling on top of each other and eventually they they make it over this wall and it is a crazy, crazy scene. Yeah, I like World War Z. I like um I am legend as well, my two favorite quote unquote zombie movies. Anyway, what would the the, the title of the last book that I read is Essentialism. That's the book I'm reading right now, Essentialism by Greg McGowan. So would I rather have so let's think about this. Would I rather have army of the dead tattooed on me or would I rather have essentialism tattooed on me? Which would be a, which would I identify, which, which identifies me the most so much so that I would put it permanently on my body and it would be essentialism, but wouldn't army of the dead kind of be a cool tattoo? <laughs> wouldn't that be kind of a cool tattoo. I think it would be, but this would be essentialism. If I could, I wouldn't mind having essentialism tattooed on me somewhere. I don't have a tattoo yet. Wife and I have talked about getting a tattoo over the past few years. Um, I'm not against them. I used to be kind of against them, but I'm not anymore. Who cares? If you want to get a tattoo, get a tattoo. Uh, all three of my kids have tattoos, and yeah, my middle daughter has
1: more tattoos than than the other dot than my other two daughters so yeah in fact my middle daughter her very first
0: tattoo was my favorite bible verse in Philippians that was kind of cool and I didn't realize it until later because when she first got her tattoo I'm not sure I was too keen on her getting a tattoo
1: but she got it and as I look back it's kind of flattering that she used my favorite bible verse as her first tattoo
0: I think that's pretty cool as I look back now so would I rather have a tattoo of the title of the last book I read or the last TV show I watched? Well, I'm going to pick the last book I read, Essentialism. I think that probably, that probably speaks to me more than Army of the Dead, but Army of the Dead would be a pretty cool tattoo, but I'm picking Essentialism. I'm hanging out at 204, guys. Right there at 204 still leaves me with 39 pounds until I reach 165 stagnant. Mm. I have 7,143 steps so far today. I'm going to give this the next couple of days and see how the plan goes. And I might have to do something to shake it up a bit. I'm not sure, but glad I got the steps in today. 7,143. That's a good thing, uh, but I'm stagnant. I'm sitting right there. And this has happened before this, this whole, you know, I don't think it's happened this long. It's usually just a few days, uh, but, but we'll see. I'll give it a few days and see what happens. Maybe make it through Memorial Day weekend and, and do a great big reset. Not sure. Here's, my, here's the quote of the day from Matthew Kelly. Matthew Kelly is one of my favorite authors. He, I had to really think about it. One of my favorite authors uh, read the book Rhythm of Life several, several times. One of my favorite books. And Matthew Kelly says, reading is to the mind what exercise is to the body and prayer is to the soul. And I like this because it gives equal weight to each one. Reading to the mind, exercise to the body, and prayer for the soul. We understand the idea of exercise. Exercise is good for the body. But do we really understand the other two? That reading is important to our mind? That if we, if we think exercising our body is important, we should think that reading is important. Because reading is to the mind what exercise is to the body. And if we believe those two things, how about prayer? Now, I don't know where you are in your faith journey. If you are a person of faith, I am. Uh, I'm a believer in Jesus Christ. And my faith is very important to me. I came to faith kind of kicking and screaming to be quite honest with you. I call myself a recovering atheist and that's because I, I, came to faith in a very logical, thoughtful,
1: I had to be convinced of the reasonableness of faith in the
0: beginning and then faith in Jesus Christ and believing that Jesus Christ is a real person who lived on this earth, who died, and indeed came back to life. And that's the core of the message. And he did that for a variety of reasons, but primarily to um, to atone for the sins of man. I'm not going to make this a preaching session, but I very well could. <laughs> but it's the idea of prayer. And let's talk about prayer for a second. Does prayer have to be what I'm talking about, prayer to Jesus, prayer to God, uh, or can it just be meditation? Can
1: it be introspective thought? Can it be reaching out to something bigger than you for, I don't want to say help, but for solace, for guidance? And whatever that is, the universe, God, whatever whatever it may be, do you pray? I do. I pray. Um, did I pray before I believed?
0: I think I probably did at some level and just didn't even know I was doing it. So reading is to the mind what exercise is to the body and prayer is to the soul. Do you read? Do you exercise? Do you pray because reading is important to the mind. Exercise is important to the body and prayer is critical to the soul. That's a good one, Matthew Kelly. I could have taken that in so many different directions. Uh, Thank you for letting me share just a little bit of my faith with you. Uh, My faith is important to me and I, I appreciate you listening in. Let's go ahead and wrap it up today. today. Let's go ahead and wrap it up for today. Right there. You know, the reason I do the show, Cause I love talking to you. I love that you allow me to come into your ears every single day and say these things, ideas, thoughts, sharing my life with you. That means a lot to me. Thank you for letting me come in here and talk to you. It's important to me and you're important to me. And I do this show because I love talking to you. I also do the show so I can consistently practice becoming a better podcaster and you can help me with that by just giving me feedback. Let me know how I'm doing. Let me know what you want to hear. Let me know your thoughts. Do you like top 10 lists? I like doing top 10 lists. Do you like more kind of personal development stuff? I like doing that stuff. Philosophical stuff. I like doing that too. News, news articles here and there, news headlines. That, those are kind of cool. Let me know what you want to hear. What? Let me know what your favorite segments are. I'd certainly appreciate hearing from you. You can email me at joe at the or send me a text at 513 6468. A kind critique would be greatly appreciated. Or if you just want to say hi, that would be really cool. joe at thesimplejoe.com or 513 399 6468 for a text. And don't remember, don't don't worry about remembering that they're all into that. All that information's in today's to- show notes where, where or however you're listening to the show. I certainly appreciate you listening to the show. I've said that a thousand times. I don't know if I can say it enough. If you like the show, if you appreciate the show, do me a favor and just share it with a couple friends, either share it on so- social media, tell them about it, write them a note, send them a text. Hey, I'm listening to this guy every day called The Simple Joe at TheSimpleJoe.com or show him how to listen to a podcast. Podcasts are cool, aren't they? I love them. I listen to a couple every single day. I don't know when the last time it is. I've really listened to any kind of radio broadcast radio, because if I'm listening to music, it's usually Amazon music. If I'm listening to some kind of talk, it's usually a podcast. Every once in a while, I'll pop on for news, if there's something going on that I want to hear, I want to hear somebody, I want to hear the new, what the news is saying about it. But 99% of the time I'm listening to a podcast or music on Amazon music. So I appreciate you listening, share it with your friends, let, you know, let them know that you're listening and send them the link, whatever that means to you, to the website, whatever. And you can get simple Joe t-shirts at Simple, the, excuse me, at thesimplejoe.com slash store. thesimplejoe.com slash store. Those of you who have bought a t shirt, thank you for sending me the pictures. And those of you who have a t shirt, thank you for sending me the pictures. And uh, at some point, I'll find time to put those up on the web. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you. I love you, but not in a weird way. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Take care.